This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, for jumping on the call today. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate seeing all these names in front of me here. Um, it's terrific. And, you know, before I get into the meat of today's call, I just want to remind you that my professional purpose is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of you. Why? I truly believe that happy brokers sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. If you can effectively manage situations that arise on a daily basis, you will be more productive, live a more optimized life, and in turn, live a life that is the best version of you. And today, I want to prove to, to you that your top 100, your database of top clients should be looked at like an investment that you should manage and view as a long-term financial asset, one that you should review just like you would your investment accounts, your savings accounts, your checking accounts, all of those. You need to review it in the same manner and the same level of, of care. But before I try to prove my point, I want to go back to some content I dropped on September 21st of last year. Um, and I just want to review what a top 100 means. Okay, top 100 is, is that grouping of clients, you know, that we term, right? Not in every case are you going to have 100, but you need to work towards that. But again, through my research, I realized that 100 clients and prospects is the maximum that I, that I could manage personally. So as I was building my business, I, this research that I did, um, all of the coaches and you know, um, further research, watching top performers and producers, we realized that, that 100 is the max that you can really market to, okay? And... You want it, what you want to do is you want to market differently to separate and unique segments within that database. And using the Pareto principle, he talks about the vital few, okay? And that's what the top 100 is. And that, that group, again, should be segmented into different, separate and defined categories. And I personally use the top, you know, the categorization of platinum clients, gold clients, silver clients. And then anybody over 100, 101 plus were my fringe contacts. Now, you've probably seen other categorization, um, you know, tags such as, you know, A, A plus, A, B, et cetera. You've, you've seen those, right? I, I just thought those were a little boring. And I, I've been an American Express member since 1992. And I just thought, why wouldn't I use platinum, gold? And basic, but then somebody said, Jim, let's not call our clients basic. So I use the 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 name silver, okay? Or the phrase silver. And I and again, I don't really remember the reason at the time. I just I think the words carried more more value to me. But let me go into some definitions before of all three of these categories and what a top hundred really means before I get into really trying to prove my point today. 
top 100, again, are the 100 most influential clients and prospects that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker and resource for all things real estate. One, 100 clients has been proven to be the highest number of clients that you can manage in an authentic way. All other contacts should be categorized as French. Okay. Platinum clients are this, the following. The people that refer you multiple times a year or consistently do business with you, such as a developer or an investor, they are the top 20% of your top 100. And I, I made a point to touch these categorized people, these platinum clients every 21 days. When I say touch, I want to make sure that they know that I am still here, whether it's a, a you know, Instagram comment or direct message or a text or a phone call, something, anything that's subtle, but reminds me that I am around to make their life easier if they need me. Gold clients, the people that refer you occasionally and or have done business with you randomly over the life of your career and introduce you occasionally. They are that next 30% down in your top 100. And I made a point to touch these every 30 days. Okay. Silver clients, prospects and past clients that have potential to refer or do consistent business with you over the life of your career. This is the bottom 50% of your top 100. If they were a prospect, I'd want to send them content consistently at least every five to seven days. And if they were a past client, I would put them on a 45-day touch schedule. And normally it's that as you strengthen your database, it is that, that silver client that moves the most in between the fringe and the the silver. Now, the fringe clients are everyone else, okay? They should remain low on your low-cost marketing campaigns like email marketing and direct mail marketing, okay? You should develop an email marketing campaign segmented with content delivered to your entire database every two weeks. Now, if you want to go back to my calls from last, last year, I recommend that you do that. And on my September 28th call, I go on to describe why managing a top 100 is so important. And again, I'm going to get into that a little bit more. But I realized how by doubling my business four times in five years and went from basically unemployed to a $37 million business during the heart of a real estate crisis, I realized that it was my database management that got me to that level. Okay. It was a consistent, everyday, thing that I did, like moving chess pieces around. And I spent my five years focused on building and strengthening that top 100. But on to the point I want to make today, I want to start by asking you a simple question. When I use the phrase database management, relationship management, or I might ask you the question, do you, really, do you spend enough time in your database, reconnecting with those clients and, and prospects that need your attention. If I ask you that question, do you cringe? Do you feel a little guilty? Or do you feel motivated to get after it? What I find interesting is that most brokers look at their database as something that is optional, as in, I know what you're saying, Jim, but I'm, I'm going to go do it my way. 
All right. I see people doing it other ways. Seems to be working. You know, so, you know, managing a database seems like a lot of work. And that and that's honestly the kind of the, the reaction that I maybe they don't agents don't say that specifically to me, but that's the tone I get, especially when I have to keep pushing on this topic. OK. Again, you may not again, you may not come out and say those exact words, but that's the vibe I'm picking up. So I'm going to take another approach today to prove to you that you are leaving significant revenue on the table. If you do not have a database and relationship management strategy, well, let's like let's take a look at the lifetime value of a platinum client. And if you have not done an exercise like this, I highly recommend you do. OK, if you have a platinum client. Remember that top 20 percent that over a 10 year period of time does five transactions with you and refers you seven additional clients and an average of $700,000. Now I use 700,000 because that in my two offices, that's the average sales price. Significant, significantly higher than any of our competition, but still 700,000. Now that's 8.4 million in production over that period, just from one person. Okay, just from one referral tree. In terms of commission value, you are looking at around $175,000, give or take. Okay. If you invested just that revenue off that one client in an income producing property or dropped it in an index fund earning an 8% annual return, just imagine what that would, what that would look like when you retired. The time needed to authentically and consistently manage that relationship might be two to three hours a year for that kind of income. Now, just imagine if you had 20 platinums, 30 golds, 50 silvers that you managed properly, giving you a 20% return on database. Now, what do I mean by that? With 100 people, 20% return would be 20 introductions off of that database that you would not get otherwise, okay? Where would your career and financial situation be five, 10, or 15 years? So is your top 100 your most important financial asset? I think you could make a case that the additional revenue driven from this activity is what really truly funds your long-term investments, okay? But you need to take this one idea and I need you to stress test it against your personal situation. Okay, I want to give you a few other important points about a database before I make my closing argument. Your, the, your database is the only thing of value that you could sell when you sunset your career. Now, I have helped agents build a retirement annuity by setting up a master referral program based on their database. Meaning when they retire, they identify another agent who pays them 25 to 30% or more on that database during retirement for the right of that other agent to take that database over and work those transactions. Sitting in a retirement situation, making 20 to 30% off of a database that you built over the course of your career. Now, if you don't build a database over the course of your career, guess what? You have no retirement annuity or retirement income. 
Number two, a CRM should be used to remind you to personally manage the relationships, not do the work for you. These equations that I'm talking about are based on a relationship-based model, not a transactional model, okay? Number three, your clients want a relationship. They don't want to have to identify a new broker every time they buy and sell. But if you one night stand them at a principle, they are going to move on. Okay? They want a relationship. Number four, to do it right, you only need five to seven hours a week of concentrated and intentional effort. You don't need 100 people to create a really nice business, okay? What's great about it is you can turn the spigot on and off based on the size of your database, based on how much you want to make, how much you want to work, et cetera. Remember, success is defined by you, the level of income that you want to make, okay? Managing your database is a low-cost, high-impact activity. Anyone can do it because the barrier of entry is just time and a small investment in tech. Number six, this is an important one. Your database should remain yours and you should never give up your names to anyone who might use them for their own benefit. You should have a standalone database that only you have access to. It's your business, it's your clients, okay? Period, end of story. Number seven, some of the best relationship-based brokers I know, believe it or not, operate off of a spreadsheet or a Google Doc. Yeah, true. Now, again, we would love to bring technology in to make it more efficient, if at all possible. But number eight will tell you that the best CRM is the one you're going to use. The best CRM is the one you're going to use. Because you have a CRM and a database doesn't mean you have a strategy. You can have a bunch of names in a database, but if it doesn't get used, guess what? You don't have a strategy. New agents, I need you to start this mindset early. Number nine, working with people that know you, like you, and trust you leads to a much more predictable and enjoyable business, period. They're already sold on you. Going out and trying to find somebody that doesn't know you, they got to be sold on you. And that's the hard part. Number 10, you should be looking at the results of your database, just like you look at an account balance or a valuation of any investment. Now I'm gonna make my final case here, closing argument. Team, I know you're hearing me and shaking your head, yes. You might even be saying to yourself, gosh, I really need to do that. I need to be, I've needed to do that for years, but we run the risk of getting off of this call and falling back into the old habits. So as you look at the financial importance of your top 100, I wanna make this one last attempt to sell you on this concept. I'm gonna create a quick visual for you. 
in the event you are not sold or fully committed. So let's just say that over the course of a 20-year career doing an average of $10 million a year in sales without a database or relationship management strategy, my best estimate is that you are leaving at least double, if not triple the production and revenue on the table that you did otherwise. Easier production and revenue, right? I worked less at 37 million than I worked at 9 million because my, the business just came to me. But if you're sitting there at $10 million a year, that's a lot of sales, but that pays the bills, right? It's that extra 10 or 20 million. And I'm just using that as an estimate that you are leaving on the table. Now I want to, I want you to take a minute and I just want you to contemplate that number in your head. 10 to 20 million in production, additional in revenue. Just want you to kind of think about what that number is. All right. Or maybe take your production and maybe double it if you don't have this strategy in place. Now, I want you to imagine those dollars in a big stack. All right. Big on a pallet. And I want you to take a lighter and I want you to light those millions of dollars of opportunity on fire. You need to watch it burn. Because that's what your scarcity mindset around this topic means to your long-term financial, financial success and lifestyle. By not taking the initial action, making a small financial investment, committing to daily action, that, my friends, is basically what you're doing. And now I can look back now over my 25-year career when I had a database, when I didn't have a database, and I can tell you this concept is proven 100%. So now, I hopefully I've made my point, and I'll let you decide whether or not your top 100 is your most important financial asset. Really put some thought into this. And if you feel like you're doing great in this area, there is still another level of execution for you to reach. If you're saying to yourself, I don't have time to do this, this is when you need to think about pulling all-nighters, all right, to prevent that level of regret that you didn't do this over the course of your career. So. Take this call. You may want to listen to it over and over again, but I'm telling you, this is the real deal, folks. It's one of those three strategies in your business that are foundational. We're going to talk about next week how your mindset, vision, having a plan, that quarterly plan that we talked a lot about over the course of you know several months here in the spring and summer. That's number one. Number two, your your habits, rituals, routines, boundaries, rules for your business. That's number two. Number three is relationship and database management. Those three areas will make up 90% of your success. And if you can, if you can really, really focus on those three areas, you're going to be great. 
Team, have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.